0: broke oh, the bonds of risen for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see. For glory to God, he said me free. Oh, now I am planted higher each day. Has drifted away. My feet are planted on higher ground. And glory to God. Let's sing that second verse again. Well, now I am a climate, I restate, darkness of night has drifted away. Oh, my feet are planted on higher ground, and glory to God, I'm homeward bound. He set me free, yes, he set me free, and he broke the box, a prison for me, oh, i glory bound. Goodbye to but sin and things, things that confound. Nothing on this earth's world's out, gonna turn me around. Amy, I'm, I'm working in I'm, right. I'm going through somebody. I'm going through somebody. hands together with the musicians one more time tonight oh thank god we're free hallelujah sing
1: the second verse with us one more time
0: now i'm climbing high Darkness of night has drifted away. Pull oh, my I feet are planted, planted on higher ground, ground. And glory to God, I'm forward bound. He set, yes, he set me free, yes, he set me free. Oh, he broke the bond. Yes, he has risen for me. For I'm glory bound I Jesus, Jesus to see is for glory.
2: Turn around,
1: shake somebody's
0: hand, tell them you're glad to see them. Let's fill this
1: choir tonight. Sing unto the Lord. to give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Thank God, thank God.
2: Page 92 in the hymn, no flat. Jesus, let's tell them all about our trouble. you <laughs> hear <Here laughs> our faintest cry, and we'll get by and by. We, we need to feel a little prayer with her. Jesus clears the way. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let's let tell Him all about, about our trouble. you will hear, hear our faintest cry. Oh, cry. And by and by, when you give a little Your prayer, prayer will turn turning, you know a little, little fire's burning. We'll find a little talk with Jesus makes and cry oh, Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let's, Let's tell him, him all about, about our trouble. He will hear our famous oh, cry. Hear and answer by and by. Our little fires burning, we'll find the little talk that Jesus makes me cry. Well, I may have doubts and fears, my eyes be filled with tears, but Jesus is a bringer, watch his day and night. I go to him in prayer. He knows my every care. And just a little tongue that Jesus makes me cry. Well, I may have.
0: Listen,
2: somebody. My eyes be filled with tears. But Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I can go to him in
3: prayer. He knows knows my my every prayer. prayer. Yes, he does. That's why a
2: little talk with Jesus makes me cry. Now let us have a little talk talk with Jesus. Jesus. Let's tell him all all about about our trouble. He will (laughs) hear. Our (laughs) faintest cry. And he will answer by and by. Now when you feel a little prayer will turn in. Oh, a little fire's burning,
0: you will find a, a little, little talk, talk of Jesus.
2: Surprise. Well, I once was lost to sin, but Jesus took me in. And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. Well, it made my heart in love and wrote my name above. And just a little talk of Jesus made me whole. Now, Let's have a little talk with Jesus. Let's Can tell him all about, about our trouble. He'll hear our faintest describe. He He'll answer by and, by and by. When you feel a little, little prayer with rain, you'll know a little, a, little fire's fire's you a little fire's burning. Fire. You will find a little talk Jesus with Jesus. makes it right. Well, I may have doubts to fears. Oh, my eyes be filled hey, with tears. Hey, but Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. Day and night.
0: Oh, I go oh to him and pray.
2: and he watches day and night. I can go to him in prayer. He knows my every care. And just a little talk with Jesus makes me cry. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let's tell him all about our trouble. He'll hear our prayers right. We'll answer by and by. And feel a little prayer will turn You'll know a little fire's burning. And we'll find a little talk with Jesus makes you cry. A little, a little prayer, prayer will turn in. You know, a little, little a little
1: fire
0: is burning. A little, fight, a little talk, but Jesus makes it
1: right. Oh, well, if you believe it, give God a praise tonight. Glory to God, yes.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Page 279 same key. turning through the land, singing as I go. Lord, souls soles the Calvary to the crimson flow. Many arrows pierce my soul from without within. But my Lord leads me on, through him I must win. And all I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. My
0: cares all pass,
2: home at last, ever to rejoice. And oh, I want
0: to see him look upon his face. That's the way you feel about it tonight. Glory to the god grace. On the streets of glory,
2: let me lift my voice. My cares all pass, home at last, ever to rejoice. Oh, and in service for my Lord, heart may be the night. But I'll cling more close to him. He will give me life. Saint there's may vex my soul, turn my thoughts aside. But my Lord goes yes, he to these by every time. And oh I want to see him look upon his face.
3: There to sing
2: forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory,
0: let me lift my voice. I care's for past, home and back. wind and valleys, low I look oh, toward the
2: it. mountain high. Have Every home I set there, He's leading in, in the up. line. Oh, and with with a, a tender, tender hand outstretched, outstretched toward the valley. parapet, oh, He's guiding me. I can see. Through yeah, oh, 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 wind and valleys, low I look oh, toward the, the mountain, mountain high. Oh, my Savior, there he's leading in, in the valley. Listen. With, with a tender, a tender hand, hand outstretched toward the valley hole. Oh, he's guiding me, I can't see. As I And all oh, I, I want, want to see him look upon his face. There to see forever, forever of his saving grace.
0: On the streets of glory, let me glory. lift my voice. My, my cares all past. Home and last, ever to, to rejoice. End
2: rise from the mighty king, if might my Lord directs my mark, he does, he does safely Listen keep, Listen and he leads me gently through this world below, well, it's he's a real, real friend free. to me, and oh, I love him so, so, and,
3: and oh, I oh, I
2: want to see Almighty. him put glory upon God. his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace, on the streets of glory, let me lift my voice, my cares all pass. service for my Lord, dark may be the night, but I'll cling more close to him, he will give yes, he me will. light, same stairs may fix my soul, turn my thoughts aside, but my Lord goes ahead, he leads whatever he tries, and all I want to see him look upon his face, There to see forever of the saving grace, on the street.
0: There's all back, home at last, there to rejoice. And when in valleys, well, low, I look
2: toward the mountain high, and behold, my Savior, there he's leading in the light, With a tender hand outstretched toward the valley, floor. he's guiding me, I can see as I overcome. And oh, I want to see him look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. Let me my voice, my cares pass all my my cares pass. home at last, ever to rejoice. And oh, on the streets of glory, let me lift my voice, my cares all pass. home at last, ever to
1: rejoice. Lord, give him praise here tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I do want to see Jesus. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. We want to thank you. For coming to our camp meeting and missions conference uh, 2019, and we're just so excited about what God is doing, what the Lord has done this last year, and what we have in front of us this year. Um, my intention this year on my part was to back up just a little bit, and maybe send more, send others, whatever, but it just, it just doesn't seem to work out that way. Uh, the doors are open. God is moving, and you know, the Bible said to work while it's day. Night comes. When no man can work. And you have people to ask you, well, why do you go here? Do this, do that. You know, I I answer, uh, and and Brother Zane said it preaching yesterday, because I cannot do otherwise. Amen. We owe this world a gospel. 70,000 people, somewhere between 50 and 70,000 people die every single day who have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Something that you and I have heard and had access to from the time we were born nearly until the present day. But some have never heard, and we have a responsibility to reach them with the gospel. Now, God's going to do some wonderful things here this week. Amen. The Lord's going to minister to some lives individually. God's going to touch some homes. God's going to heal some bodies. Amen. The Lord's going to save somebody, sanctify, baptize in the Holy Ghost. We're going to be encouraged. We're going to be blessed. We're going to be challenged by the Word of God. But we've also come to do business with the Almighty. He has called us to be partners with him in the work of redemption. God does not move, for the most part, independently of man. And this is is what this conference is about this week. Amen. Now, Brother Zane is going to come around tonight and and, and, uh, present our pledges and take our offering. And I want you to pray and ask the Lord to touch your heart. We encourage you to get a missions pledge. Take that home. Pray about it. Lest the Lord just speaks to you here and partner with us in, in the work.
3: Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord for the opportunity to be in this great missions conference this year. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Ushers, if I can have you come, please, this evening. We come before you to receive tonight's offering and to receive your missions pledge for 2019. Now, we were able to pass these out on Sunday, but perhaps you haven't had an opportunity to see one or have one yet. If you'll look right into that book rack into the pew right in front of you. You should see one right there. If you haven't had an opportunity to pick one up, go ahead and do it now. Take that. Put that in your hand. I can assure you the paper that you would hold in your hand is very light, but the gravity that that paper represents is unfathomable. Because tonight you literally hold in your hand the opportunity to shape history. You too can be a co-laborer with Christ. Now we cannot do it without him, but he will not do it without us. We have a part in this as well. You know, there's a there's a there's a beautiful story in, in the book of Numbers where the Lord tells them uh, to go out and they're to battle with the Midianites. Now, not in every not in every opportunity is this given to them, but in this particular one, the Lord speaks to them and says, "Now, anything you get out of that battle, anything you get, that's yours. I don't care if it's cattle. I don't care if it's it's goats. It's just, I mean, sheep, lamb, furniture." Uh, No idols, please. Anything, just take it all. Take it. It's yours. And then this was the instruction. Bring it all back. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to to divide it between those that went and those that sent. And, friend, can I tell you there's a reward, not just for the man that goes, not just for the man that, that gets over there, but there's a reward for those that give as well. A beautiful reward for those that give as well. In the book of Revelation, I believe it's chapter 19, it speaks about that marriage of the Lamb. And it says the bride, had that that wife, has made herself ready. Literally, the understanding of it is. Now understand, she's not displayed nor arrayed like that harlot wife or that harlot woman. She is pure, she is holy, but she has beautified herself. How does that bride become beautiful? Two things. Number one. Redemption, you have nothing to do with that. That's him. Number two, reward. You have everything to do with that. How will that person be beautiful throughout eternity? Number one, redemption. Number two, reward. And tonight, God has placed before you a beautiful opportunity to make yourself ready throughout all eternity. I want the Lord to move on hearts tonight. I want the Lord to challenge each of us to do what we think we cannot do on our own, but to simply do what he desires us to do. So we're going to ask you to give tonight. We're going to ask you to prayerfully give tonight. We're going to ask you to turn in those uh, pledges if you have them. If you haven't had an opportunity to turn it in yet, tonight would be a good night. Perhaps you're still praying over it. I want you to carefully consider what you'd like to give. And let's believe the Lord together that every need would be met in this missions program. Can you say amen? Let's bow our heads and believe the Lord. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the divine opportunity that you put before us, that we could be co-laborers with Christ. I'm asking you tonight, truly, Lord, shape history right now. Shape eternity by what men and women do tonight. Father, I pray, God, open up the windows of heaven and bless indeed. And what souls would never have heard the gospel, now may they hear the abundant gospel. Lord, may they hear the full gospel. I pray in the name of Jesus, give us fruit, Lord, and give us fruit that remains. Deal with every man and woman, boy and girl, for it's for your glory. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. Praise the Lord as you give tonight.
1: the lord amen It want you to take a good look at the missions pledges and see what we're involved in and uh also understand that a lot of the things that are just about everything that's on here there's a lot that's connected to that uh that that we do under israel for instance europe and asia that just covers a lot of course the caribbean and uh, guatemala we're still working there with servants hearts ministry we're in ecuador india Uh, Pakistan, brother, some have asked me, brother, Emmanuel Oslam will be here uh, tomorrow night. He'll be coming in tomorrow night and uh, he'll be with us in the meeting and then he'll be preaching for us next Sunday, both services. So we're looking forward to having him with us. And it's good to have brother and sister Baltman with us tonight and brother and sister Luke with us and some of their family. We appreciate them being with us, looking forward to their ministries this week. And it's good to have the Nesbitt family. And I'm going to ask them to come on around tonight and get ready to minister to us in song. Now, we've made some changes to the preaching schedule. Uh, Sister Baltman is going to be preaching tonight, and Brother Roger will preach in the morning, and they'll be alternating nights and mornings this week. So uh, that's not right? Uh, Okay, so what we're going to do just, because I just found out about this. Hang on a minute. Do, Do we need another conference? But you're preaching tonight, and she's preaching in the morning? And now when's she going to let you preach? <laughs> uh, hey, just get ready to hear some good preaching tonight. You love the Lord, say amen. Good to have Brother Zane and Sister Erica and their family with us. They preached for us uh, yesterday, and they're going to have to be leaving tomorrow to go back to Kentucky. So let's pray that the Lord gives them safe traveling mercies.
2: Yeah. city. We're blessed Yes, he will. Yes, he He must flee, the devil is defeated, we are there late in the midnight hour, God's he do? He's gonna turn what he he's going to work in your favor, yes he will, yes he will, ladies Your favor. yes he will yes he will
4: Had some difficulties we didn't know about amen we drove that trailer all the way here sister linda got all the way over here and the tire tore up on us whole works messed up amen we we had already had it fixed back in june going to canaan land the right hand tire brother roger then it was the left hand one. amen but we were talking today sister carmen said just the things that god keeps us from we don't even realize. I mean, we're riding down the highway, and you don't even know what God's keeping you from. Right. Amen. That thing was burning up, and we didn't even have no idea. Pulled in here, went over there, and dumped all our clothes out, and then came over here. And the thing's burning up, Brother Zane, and we had no idea. But aren't you glad that we serve a God that knows everything? There's not one thing that, that catches him off guard. There's not a problem, not a situation. Not anything that comes your way that God has to say. Oh surprised. No, he ain't surprised. Amen. You're sick. God's not surprised. He knows he's gonna heal, he's gonna deliver, he's gonna set free. Amen. In God's time and in God's season, God is a faithful God, Sister Linda. Amen. He ain't never let one of his children down. I said, He's never let us down, sister. He has always been faithful, always on time. Amen. This is an old song. It says, I'll put on a crown, and I'll walk around all over God's promised land. Amen. Help us.
2: I am on my journey to that city full square. And by faith in the love of God, I surely will enter there. I'm glad tomorrow with the saints I'll stand. I'll- no more dying, no more trouble or strife, and we will live through the ages by a beautiful tree of life, and when I join that for us,
0: Come on, give
1: the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. (laughs) Glory to God. Come on, somebody, give God praise here tonight. He's worthy. Glory to God, he's worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Don't forget about our service in the morning at 10.30. 10.30. You'll be preaching in the morning and tonight. Amen. So 10.30 in the morning, and then each morning at 10.30, lunch following, and then our evening service at 7.30. Thank you for coming. Be back with us. Join up with us and partner with us in reaching our world. Worship the Lord with Sister Linda tonight.
5: Thank you, Brother Shannon. Appreciate it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let me explain a little bit of that so you won't think that I'm trying to pull rank on Brother Shannon. Uh, when he texted me, he said, I am. When he texted me about the camp meeting, uh, mission conference, uh, I said, well, do you want me nights, mornings, Brother Roger, nights, mornings? He said, that's left up to you. So I talked to Brother Roger, and he said, I'm fine with either, whatever. I said, well, I am too. And uh, I know last year I did uh, nights, he did mornings. I said, well, if I do all nights and you do all mornings, some can't come at uh, the uh, morning service that can come at night. And from the other churches, uh, I'm sure they'd want to come. So he and I kind of got together and I said, Is it okay if we just alternate like that? And he said, Yep, it's okay with Brother Shannon. Well, I forgot. And I'm over 70, so it's legal for me to forget. You can't be mad with me because I'm over 70 and that makes it legal. Amen. I forgot to mention that to Brother Shannon. Uh, I, I. well, he may get up there and announce Brother Roger's preaching in the morning. That's why I came to the pulpit, but it's going to be all right. Yeah. If, if you don't like my preaching tonight, just come back tomorrow night. Brother Roger will be preaching tomorrow night, and you'll enjoy his preaching. It's just a joy and a privilege for me and Brother Baltman to be here at McLeany Church of God. We love Brother Shannon, Sister Jiminy. We love this church. You've been our church family for many years. It goes all the way back when Brother Mason pastored here. We came and preached revivals. Now, I don't even know how many years ago that's been. Brother Shannon's been here forever, I thought. So uh, I just, I don't know how long it's been, but uh, it's been a long time. So we made some wonderful friends here, and I thank God for each one of you, and I appreciate you so much. Visitors alike, we're so glad you could come. And I knew Brother Roger was going to be here, my pastor, him and Sister Joan, and i that was bad enough. What I mean by that is this man can preach, and I just talk a little bit. I just give a little bit here and there, and and he really preaches, so I thought, well, I hear him on each Sunday, so he hears me every once in a while. It'll be okay. Then I found out that Brother Gerald and Sister Joy was going to be here, Brother Roger's sister and her husband, and he's uh, like Brother Zane. He's a walking Bible. I heard about the wonderful messages yesterday and what great services, and I thought, well, maybe Brother Zane went home, and there he is. He's here tonight. And so I'm just messed up all the way around tonight. And Brother Roger, Brother Gerald, and Brother Zane, and Sister Carmen, all of these great preachers. But I came up with a solution, and I believe it will work. And I want you to vote with me if you think it will work. If I get in a bind and I can't think of anything to say, I'll just hand one of them the mic. Somebody's pointing at somebody else, so that Sister Martha said that would work. Doesn't it feel good just to be saved tonight? One preacher made the statement, it just feels good to live good. And I like that. It does. It feels good. I haven't after all these years. In August the 11th of last year was 50 years ago when the Lord gloriously saved me and about a month or so later sanctified me and filled me with the Holy Ghost. But you know, I haven't been saved so long, I forgot how miserable I was. I haven't been saved so long, I forgot how lost I was. I haven't been saved so long, I forgot what grace had to do for me that nobody else and nothing else could do for me. I stand here tonight saved by grace. And as Paul said, in no way am I comparing myself to him, but I am what I am only in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm excited about camp meetings. I got an excitement about it months back, and I just kept that excitement, not because I'm ministering or trying to minister, but because I'm excited about a God that only you and I can limit him. Only you and I can limit him. I said only you and I can limit him, not the devil, not the hypocrite. Only you and I can limit God. And I came with my mind wide open, saying, God, whatever you want in this service, whatever we need, whatever must be done, I want your will done. If I don't do anything, if I don't even read my scripture, if I don't make any comments at all, whatever you have for this service, can I tell you this service is important to you and I tonight? Whether you're a a Christian, whether you're not, whether you're a minister, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a missionary, it doesn't matter. This service is important to you and I. We're not here by happen chance. We're not here by luck. We're not here just because it, it just failed up. No, God wanted you and I in this service tonight. I can say if I left right now, I have been ministered to because when the singing's going on though, I can't sing. I, I love the words to the songs and their messages to my heart. And as you were singing, I was repeating those words. And I was taking them into my heart and saying, God, that's me. That's me. I want to please you. And one day there will be no more sorrow. We'll walk on streets of gold as they sang that song. It's just wonderful to be here. I'm excited. I've already been praying, Brother Shannon, for the offering, for your mission work, that God would give more this year than he's ever given. Can he? Yes, he can. But what if we don't have the attendance? That doesn't hinder God. That doesn't hamper God at all. God, he owns it all. He can just shift it around wherever he wants it and place it wherever he wants it. Amen. But I'm excited about camp meeting. Simple little message tonight. Look with me in Proverbs 17. Proverbs 17. Thank you, Brother Shannon, Sister Jiminy, and whoever helped you uh, to prepare the guest room for us. Everything's so nice, and we're looking forward to staying here and being with each one of you. If you can come back in the morning, come back. Uh, I, I, maybe I won't be, do as bad tomorrow as I'm doing tonight. First service is always a strain, isn't it? So maybe tomorrow will be better. Just uh, But Brother Roger will be preaching tomorrow night and Wednesday morning. I'll be preaching Wednesday night and Thursday morning, and then he'll be preaching Thursday night and Friday morning. I'll be preaching Friday night. All right. I think it's him, not the congregation, I need to tell. Amen. I love this man. Amen. Proverbs 17 and verse 22. If you want to stand for the reading, I'll tell you what you do. If you don't mind, read that verse. Let's read it together out loud three times. Will you do that? Verse 22 of Proverbs 17. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones again. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. One more time. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Thank you for standing, and thank you for reading that one verse. My thought's not a new thought, though I've never preached it before. I just read a little article here a while back, and it, Got my mind thinking along these lines is what put the thought into my mind and I began to pray and study and the Lord gave me a message from it, but out of that verse I want to preach to you and I or speak to you and I on when we feel broken. When we feel broken. I believe if I asked the question most every one of us could raise our hands, whether sinner, Christian, backslider, whatever. Have you ever felt broken? in some form, in some manner in your life? Have you ever felt that feeling of broken, being just broken? I believe we all have. And I looked the word broken up, and I want you to listen to these definitions because they range from damage to utter destruction. Let me read the definitions that I found for the word broken. It can be damaged. We've broken things and damaged it, but it was still usable. It was still in a place that it could serve its purpose. Then the next one is hurt. Oh, we've all been hurt. If you haven't been hurt, you haven't been in church very long. Don't even know if you're saved or not if you haven't been hurt. That just comes with the territory. Amen. I told a young man that took a church to pastor, had heard he'd never pastored before, and I heard he had taken a church to pastor, first church, small church, he came to one of my services and I shook his hand, congratulated him. I'm so happy for you. Leaned over in a soft voice so no one else could hear me. I said, I want to tell you one thing. All church people are not nice. Two about two years later he came back to me. He said, I know what you told me. Amen. We've all been hurt. And if hurt or if damaged or Brokenness is something that we can use as an excuse to give up on God. We would have all given up on God a long, long time ago. Amen. It also means afflicted. It means stricken. It means wounded. It means shattered, smashed, destroyed, even worthless, cast aside, can never be restored. Those are the definitions of what broken can mean. Various categories, various levels, but all of them from damage to cannot be restored. Every one of those are real, as real as breathing. I get so upset with some church people that will make statements like you just got to get over it. Well, if you've never been broken like they're broken, how can you say that? You're just going to have to grow up and deal with it in a better way. Well, you've never been where they are, felt what they feel, and had what happened to them happen to you. Amen. But brokenness is as real as breathing itself. Brokenness is just as real as what we can feel with our fingers and touch the tangible things of life. Brokenness is just a part of life. sinner or sinner, I was broken as a sinner. And more ways than I would be able to stand here and tell you. But since I've been a born-again Christian, I've had my times of feeling broken. Amen. I was thinking along the lines of an example, building a foundation. Stay with me, over 70, it takes me longer, but I'll get there. Amen. Uh, Thinking about examples, I had a, a, a ceramic deer that someone had painted and fixed. And it was sitting on the floor, very large, about that size. And... And a, a lady came by with an object and just broke its head right off. And we really liked the deer, my husband especially. He's the outdoors kind deer hunter. He, oh, that was his deer. Amen. And so I said, well, let me see if I can fix it. And uh, my brother-in-law believes that duct tape and super glue can fix anything. You say, that's a redneck fix. Well, it may be. I'll tell him next time I see him. Amen. But I got my super glue out and I went to work on it. I put as spine of a line on that broken head and I stuck it back just right on that deer. And can I tell you, you can go to my house right now and you can examine that deer and you can barely tell that it was ever broken. Made me so proud that I was able to restore it somewhat, though it still bears the scar of where it was broken you can barely tell that it was ever broken but on the other hand i think maybe me and brother baltman and you, i know you're not going to believe this but it's the truth hey, amen i'm a preacher got to tell the truth so i'm telling you the truth me and him kind of had a little uh, you know loud discussion and he went off to work this was when he was working a job and that evening he came in and i love ducks and i still have ducks in my house now, i know that's uh, that's out of Uh, That's not the decor you use today, but I still have my ducks. And he came in with a beautiful ceramic blue duck with a little vine planted in it. And oh my, you should have seen me melt right down. And I have babied that duck. I have pampered that duck. I have cherished that duck, not because it's the most beautiful duck I've ever seen, but because he brought it to me. In a hurting time he brought it to me for a healing he brought it to me for a peace offering if you want to say it that way however i don't even know who started said what all i know is it got fixed amen but, oh, that duck, I kept it sitting on a shelf. And I had a little round rock-like object on the shelf above it. And one day I accidentally knocked it off. And, oh, my dear when my duck's head, it was broken in pieces. And I could have sat on the floor and cried. And Bruce said, you might as well throw it away. I said, I'm not throwing it away. I'm not throwing it away. I'm going to work on this duck. Whipped out my super glue and I went to work. Little piece by little piece by little piece. I was able to put all those pieces back on that duck head except for one little hole. I never could find that piece. It must have gotten shattered. But can I tell you I love that duck even though it's been broken and it's still bearing scars and it's still got a hole in it. said, I love that little duck because the love of my life gave it to me at a time when I needed it. Amen. But I I told all that to tell you, we all have those times of things being broken. And we're broken in different ways. Sometimes we're broken in our body. Amen. Ever had a broken bone? My sister-in-law just fell 80 years old and broke her leg right below her hip. She's having a horrible time recovering. From that broken bone. Some of you have had broken bones and injuries in your body uh, that you were broken and you needed healing. And maybe health wise, a brokenness in your health, maybe strong, vibrant, lively, energetic, full of strength and power. And then sometimes it's all at once, sometimes it's gradual. Our health begins to decline. The doctor tells us there's such and such wrong with you, you'll never be any better. We're broken in our health. And then maybe we're broken in our minds. We go through something so traumatic. I, that it mentally arrests our mind and we feel like we cannot cope with this. We feel so shattered in our thinking. I say it like this and I've said it to Brother baltman It's like I cannot think myself clear through this. It's like a fog or a cloud is hanging over my mind. We're broken in our mind and then sometimes we're broken in our heart. Anybody ever had a broken heart? Uh, That's almost a foolish question to ask in such a congregation as this. Oh, Brother Shannon, I thought the worst broken heart I ever would have was my first puppy love of a guy. I don't even know if he loved me, but I sure did love him. And then when he sat with somebody else in church there, my heart was broken. And I didn't even really know that that was a real true broken heart at that time. All I knew was, all I could do was cry, and my mama telling me, Forget him, Linda, there's other guys out there. Forget him, Linda, there's somebody out there that will be good to you. But we've all had a broken heart from some sort of a reason or some sort of an avenue. And then sometimes we're broken in our spirits, are we not? Our spirits are dejected and cast down and and wounded. Maybe somebody said something that wounded our spirit. Or maybe the enemy just gave us such a severe battle until we feel like our spirit has been battered and badgered. And we feel broken in our spirit. And then sometimes we're broken in our finances. We're down to the place. We don't know how we're going to pay the rent. We don't know where the next uh, money's coming from to pay the utilities. We don't know if we're going to be able to buy the baby's milk and on and on. I believe some of us could raise our hand there and say, I know what it's like to be broken in my finances. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm not going to leave you broke tonight. I promise. I'm not going to leave us broken tonight. Amen. And then the last thing is relationships. I, there was someone that I thought would always be my best friend, would always be there for me. Someone that I attached themselves to me and we became the best of friends year after year and every free moment we were always together and we'd give one another little gifts like friends forever and and, uh, we love one another as friends amen and I thought if there's anybody I can depend on this is my friend, she'll always be my friend and then things began to change, I met Brother Baltman. And Brother Bauntman asked me to marry him. I did not ask him to marry me, no matter what he tells you. He did ask me. Things changed there. And when things changed there, she became so irate and angry. And she said things and did things to me. And that relationship broke. And she even called my sister and said, I never want to see or hear from any of you again and that severed it here some years back a man from chattanooga that used to go to church with her we were all friends together call me and asked me did i know about sister margaret gaines i don't know if y'all knew her not missionary church of god missionary how that she had passed away and she had written her life story and, and then he asked about my friend i said i haven't heard from her in years and he was so shocked he too felt like that friendship would be forever, but it's broken. Haven't heard from her in years. Don't know where she is or how she's doing. She broke the relationship. I did not break the relationship. But oh, I want to tell you from this scripture tonight, the psalmist is writing about, first he said, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit driveth the bone. Amen. Amen broken spirit can go to the deepest depth of the inner being of us. Just like the bones or the inner framework of our body. The inner core of the frame of our body. He said that broken spirit goes way down deep inside of you and I. And I'll just say this. That is worse than a broken bone. That is worse than a broken finances. That is worse than a broken relationship. That is worse than a broken body, a broken health. Uh, That is an awful pain and an awful hurt. And I want to tell you, if you are in a broken way tonight, and you feel broken, and you feel like there's no help for you, I've come with good news for you. There's somebody that knows all about how. To fix broken hearts, minds, lives, bodies, souls, spirits, finances. Oh, my God, I feel heaven in my soul tonight. I'm glad for a God that can do it. The text here said it goes way down, and it withers and it drains and it weakens and it depletes. But, oh, there's somebody, there is somebody on a throne tonight sitting at the right hand of the Father ever living to make intercession for you and I. Amen. And he said in Psalms 146, Seven and verse thirty, uh, verse three. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Healeth E-T-H means I will continue to heal every time you are broken. If you will continue to bring that brokenness back to me, I will heal that brokenness and I will bind up that wound. I won't let you die. I won't allow you to go under. I will be there in your broken time. I will be there in your hurting moment. I will be there in your discouragement. I will be there when the enemy is raging like a roaring lion. I will be there at that broken moment. Can somebody raise a hand to heaven and thank God you know who he is. If he's ever healed, you raise the other hand and thank him for that healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Brother David said In Psalms 31, reading verse 9, he said, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my belly. Not to bring up a sad note, but I know Sister Carmen, and forever redeemed, and the redeemed whole in his church, has just gone through one of the most traumatic grieving times I believe a church can go through. It's one thing to lose somebody that just attends church, but it's a whole new story when you lose somebody that is pulling part of the load, that wants to do everything they can to please God and serve God. David made the statement here, Sister Carmen. He said, Yay, my... Um, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with grief, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I am a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and a fear to mine acquaintance. They that did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mine, like a person that's passed away years come and go and a lot of people forget about them they're out of mind but listen to verse, uh, the latter part he said I am like a broken vessel I am like a broken vessel David is saying I'm like that clay pot once it's uh, dropped and it's shattered all to pieces Uh, he said that vessel is so uh, shattered and broken it's beyond repair now it is youth useless and it is worthless now it can never be put together again that's exactly how david was feeling and paul chimes in in 1st timothy chapter 1 and verse 15 he said this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtain mercy. That in me first Christ Jesus might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them. Which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Oh we've all been there. We've all been there. When uh, when Jody passed away, I could not believe it. I still cannot believe it. And uh, wh- me and Brother Baltman just moped around the house for days and crying. And then Brother Ronald Cook's grandson, 19 years of age, uh, had autism, just a precious child. Been in church all of his life. Played the tambourine and sang in the choir. He'd holler, Hallelujah. Praise God. His mind might. Not have been clear enough To understand all that he was doing Or why he was doing it But it was genuine And it was real It wasn't fake It wasn't phony It wasn't pretense I would to God Some church folks would lose their mind And get real one more time Instead of trying to put on And perform And get some grandstand applause We need to be real In our relationship with God We need to be sincere In our relationship relationship with God. He needs to be, must be number one in our life. But oh, Brother Roger, that that just struck me so hard. I grieved over that boy. They asked me to help with the funeral. I said, Marcy, I don't know if I can. If I can keep it together, I'll try. And I went and God helped me, but I did cry. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I felt their brokenness. Not as a mother, not as a father. I can't feel what they felt as a mother is a father but I felt the brokenness of grief I felt the pain of grief it's real it's real if you haven't felt it you will feel it and if you haven't felt it in a long while it will come to you time tarries alas and Jesus tarries but oh there's somebody that said I will not leave you nor forsake you the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save as such that be of a contrite spirit. He said, I'm now unto you. The devil can't run me off and everybody may forsake you, but he said, I'm going to stick close by you. Come here, help me. Oh, he's got a broken heart and he's got a broken spirit, but God says, don't you worry. I'm here to stay. If Robert Bauman runs off and leaves you, I'm here to stay. If Roger Luke never speaks to you, I'm here to stay, for I'm now unto you. To them that are of a broken heart, and I'll save you and I'll deliver you. Well, stay humble and contract. Are you glad for a God that sees you in your brokenness? Are you glad for a God that feels your brokenness? For He is, Paul said, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. But wise in all points, even brokenness, even brokenness. But in all points, as we are, and tempted in all points, as we are, yet without sin, without sin. That makes him the only qualified one that can heal it and not even leave a scar. And not even leave a sign that there'd ever been a sin there. That there'd ever been a wrong there. That there'd ever been a transgression there. You may remember my past. I may remember it. But God has already cast my sins and your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. To never remember them against us again. Oh, he's nice. And he'll never leave us. He's at hand. He's. Right now, ready. Come here one more time. He said, "I'm not. But he said, "I'm going to be here yes. until you're healed." Now I'm not here to baby you. I'm not here to pet you. Right. I'm not here to humor you. I'm not here to he- listen to you whine and cry over because you're broken. But I'm here to stay with you until you're recovered. Right. till that brokenness is healed. till there's a complete recovery. Can it be? Yeah. Can it be? Yeah. Can it be? Right. I, I just want a testimony right here. Anybody ever been broken and God's come by and healed you? Raise your hand for a testimony. Whether it's mind, body, soul, or spirit, finances, relationship. But it came by and he healed you. Would you take your finger and point at yourself tonight and say, I am whole because Jesus healed me of my brokenness. I am whole because Jesus healed me of my brokenness. I am whole. Because Jesus would not allow my brokenness to pull me down and empty me and trample on me. I am whole because he had lifting grace and a lifting arm that I could crawl upon that arm. And that arm would lift me up and hold me until I can say, Lord, I thank you for my healing. I believe I can make it now. I believe I can make it now. I believe I can arrive now. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank God for Second Corinthians five and seventeen. You know it well. Therefore, if any man, any, any black, white, red, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've been a murderer, a whoremonger, homosexual, child molester. If any man be in Christ. He is, what, new, new, that's like it's never been old, that's like it's never been broken, that's like it's never been down, that's like it's never been bad. On. I don't think I'm going to give the mic to anybody tonight, it's feeling too good. Hallelujah, hallelujah, that's like you've never been out there. It's like you never were locked up in that jail prison cell. It's just like you never got drunk on Saturday night. Drunk as Cooter Brown, whoever he is. It's like you never committed that fornication or adultery. It's like you never pulled that trigger and killed somebody. It's just like you never were bad or mean or ugly in any way. He said he is a new creature. How? How is he? How is he a new creature? In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. That is the only way. He is a new creature in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Outside of him, you got the same old, same old. Oh, hallelujah. Stay in Christ Jesus. And the next time you get broken, he'll come by. He said, I'll make you all over new again. I'm not going to let you slip through my fingers. I'm not going to let the devil torment you until you throw up a white flag. And surrender. I'm not going to leave you to the wolves. But I'm going to make a brand new creature out of you. Hallelujah. He said he is a new creature. And all things. Say it with me. Old. Old things. All those things in the past. That's the old things. Is that right? Is that right, Brother Zane? Am I interpreting that right now? My brother's Shannon, That means all those things in the past. They're the old things. He said, I'm just going to let them hang around and torment you. That's not the way your scripture reads. I'm just going to let those old things just hide you until you give. No. Listen, I'll give you the rest of it. He said, old things are passed away. When we become a new creature in Christ, those old things pass away. And how many things? Help me. How many? All things become new. All things become new. My Lord, have you forgotten, Shane, how bad it was when you were out there and how the grace of God and Jesus Christ loved you so much that he said, Shane, just let me get you in my hand and I'll show you what I can do with you. I'll show you what I can make out of you, David Dinkins. Have you been saved so long? You forgot how miserable you were, how lost and how undone you were, and how if you'd have died out there, you'd have went straight to hell. He's shaking his head, no, in case you can't see him. Amen. But what are you, brother David? A brand new creature in Christ, and all of that's in our past. What we used to do, we don't do them anymore. If you do you need to come to the altar what we used to say we don't say them anymore if you do come back to the altar we don't act like we used to act we don't have the same old habits y'all didn't know me before the Lord saved me I know you've heard my testimony it ain't wore out when it's wore out I'll quit telling it it's not worn out yet None of you knew me before I got saved I don't, Brother Roger didn't even know me before I got saved I've been knowing him a long time Brother Baltman didn't know me He wouldn't have had me If he'd have known me back then, he wouldn't have had me. I wouldn't have had him. Amen. But, oh, Brother Johnny, I may still have two blue eyes, one on each side of my nose. I may still have the biggest mouth of the South. Amen. I may still have long skinny arms and legs, but you're looking at a brand new person in this body tonight that changed the body. The person inside was changed first, and the person inside changed the outside. I used to wear my shorty shorts and halter top, but I've been changed. I've been rearranged. I've been born again. I could cuss as big as my daddy. And if you want a proper word, curse. Amen. But you know my meaning tonight. But oh, since the Lord changed me, I don't even want to sit around somebody with a filthy, dirty mouth. Are y'all hearing me? I've been changed. Oh, hallelujah. He took me all apart down in an old-fashioned altar. And he put me back together and made me something. The church couldn't make out of me. Made something out of me I could not make out of myself. And that's why I can preach it tonight. I've been broken, but I found the healer that heals every time I become broken. I'm not about to quit. I'm not about to give up. I'm not about to raise a white flag. I've got a healer that'll help me make it. I know you'll tell me the truth, because if you don't Sister Jimmy, they give you a whip when you get home. do you see any places where he put me together? He can't even see where the Lord put me together. I was broken. Sin had broken me down and if I had stayed there just a little while longer, it would have crushed me to the place that I might have given up and said there's no hope for me. Can I tell you a sad story? Is this going on Facebook or something? Media? Yeah, it is. But I'm going to tell something. I'm going to tell it in a way if any of them are listening because I see a lot of people go a lot of places. There's one young lady I've been knowing for a long, long time. Just from a young girl, just a young girl, I've watched her grow up. You won't find a sweeter young lady, no matter where you go. even before she was saved, I thought she was that's how sweet and good and kind. But it took the Lord to save her. You got to be born again. no matter how good you've been, you must be born again. I saw that young lady get in a relationship, and I won't say what kind, in a relationship where she has been beaten down mentally, not physically, mentally. She's been told she's no good, she's worthless. She's been told she's ugly. She's been told she's stupid. She's been told anything and everything that could Break her down. To say it's deliberate, I don't know. I don't know what the motive behind that individual is. But I know this it's not right. I guess just a few of us agree on that. I said, it's not right. I don't care if it's my mama, my daddy, my sister, my brother, my husband, my wife. It's not right. It's not right. And I just got a message. This afternoon, not from her, but a mutual friend, said, Sister Linda, please, please pray. Have the church where you are, pray. Said, she's told me there's no need for me to even try anymore. Because every time I try, I get beat down and broken, battered, and bruised. And she's on the verge of just giving up. That stirred my soul this evening. I said, Oh God, she can't. We're out here going home time. She's already won the confidence of so many people in church. She's already, she would go down to the skid row of a certain area. She would go fearless, fearless, would go in and begin to witness to those men and women about the love of Jesus, about the love of God through her simplicity. Through her sincerity, through her honesty, and through her relationship with God, she won many of them to the Lord. And now the devil wants to break her down. He wants to destroy. Oh, but the same God that healed me and you can heal her. You don't know who she is if you remember what I've told you. That woman, that person, that young lady that Sister Linda was talking about. But the enemy wants to leave us to the place that it's irreversible. Can I just give you this? I know my time's later. I don't even know what time I started. I've got a half page, but I'm just going to give this. The Lord willing then the Nesbits are coming. I want us to look at an example in the Bible of a person that was broken in more than one way. And you know it well. It's Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 34. The woman... That had the issue of blood. That woman was broken in health. Twelve years she suffered in her body. And the Bible said she never got better. Never. She tried doctors, treatments, medications. Until she spent every dime she had. She was broken financially. In her health, in her finances. But she never saw one day. Of feeling better. I've never been there. I cannot imagine that. I've never been there. Maybe you have. Maybe you're there tonight. Some of you. I'm dealing with something. Health issue. And I'm not any better. I've never been there. But then that's not only. The only way she was broken. Health. Finances. She's broken spiritually. She doesn't have Jesus. As her savior. So she's. Broken with her sins and transgressions. Then she's also broken in her social life. She's also broken hearted because she cannot and never will be able to fit back into society unclean by the Levitical law. I see a woman broken in so many ways and we get broken in one way. And the first thing we want to do is leave out the one that can heal us. I do not understand that. I do not, never will understand that because every time I'm broken, He's the one I want to run to. He's the one I want to pray to more. He's the one I want to be in His presence in the assembly with the saints of God more. His Word is what I want to feed my mind and my soul and my heart on more when I'm broken. I believe God's talking to somebody in this congregation tonight. You know what it is to be broken? And you've tried to use that as a crutch not to ever gain any ground with the Lord. But the Lord sent you a message tonight. It can never be used as a crutch because there's already a healer available. Did that healer come to her house, Brother Johnny Brown? No. He didn't come to her. But she went looking for him. Why? I don't want to be broken anymore. I'm tired of being broken. I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm tired of living like this. So she went for a healer. And she strictly went on one person's testimony or a person, person's testimony. She heard about Jesus. That's all she went on. She never saw a miracle. She didn't know what he could do with her situation. But faith rose in her heart. Oh, put on my in my car. Even in that brokenness, even in that place of hurting, the Holy Ghost is not bound. The Word of God is not bound. It can trigger faith in that heart. And when faith rose in her heart, she's still broken in every avenue of her life. She's just got faith. Oh, there's somebody that can heal me. There's somebody that can deliver me. There's somebody that can make me whole. And she said, if I could just get to where he is and touch him, I'm not going to wait for the church to come have prayer meeting at my house. I'm not going to wait for that pastor's telephone call. I'm not going to wait for a visit from that associate pastor. I'm not even going to wait for a card from my Sunday school teacher. I'm going to go looking for this man for myself and I'm not going to allow anybody nor anything to stop me until I can touch him, until I am made whole. And she went and she never allowed it. Come on, Nesbitt. She never allowed it to stop her until she got to where he was. And when she got to where he was, he was surrounded by people on all sides. She could not get to him. But she did not allow that to stop her. And she did not allow that to tell her, Well, now you've seen him. That's enough. Now you've seen him for yourself. Oh, no. I didn't say if I could see him, I'd be made whole. Well, I hear him talking to this crowd. I hear his voice. Oh, he's got a pleasant voice. He's got a strong voice. He speaks with authority. But I didn't say if I could hear his voice, I would be made whole. Oh my Well everybody's touching him I could just touch this one that's touching him Oh no I didn't say If I could just get close enough To touch somebody that's surrounding him His close associates Oh no I said if I If I myself shall be able to touch If it's nothing but the hum of his garment I shall Healed and delivered He is the way maker He is the need supplier He is the prayer answerer He is the bride in the morning star He is the restorer He is the lifter up of my head He is the great I am Oh, He is the alpha and the omega He is the beginning and the ending He's everything No excuse. I am the Lord God and I know what you're feeling. I know what you're thinking. I know even the fears that have crowded against your mind. And I've watched you fight long and hard to keep all of that away so you could trust me. Until you're delivered. Until you're made whole. Until you're complete again. I've watched you as you have cried and wept and sobbed from your brokenness. You have even said, Lord, I cannot go another mile with this brokenness. But I have come your way to offer you healing, deliverance, and freedom from the brokenness and the torment that comes with it. Come to me. Call on me. And seek me with all your heart. And trust me, for I can heal you this very hour, saith God. Yes, Lord. I believe, believe in Jesus. Stop fretting over where and who and what it came from. Stop trying to figure out the motives and the reasons behind it all just look to me and seek your deliverance and seek your healing and receive it and go home free free indeed saith god yes yes oh yes for i have given you my word And my spirit is speaking to you even now. Your move must be the next move. I'm waiting on you. I'm ready. I'm sufficient. I'm loving and I'm caring. And I've been long-suffering and I've been gentle. And I've been patient and kind. Come, move now, saith God, toward me as I am waiting for you here. Come. I will heal you. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'll say one more time. Come, come, come now. Oh, church, are you praying? Holy Ghost has given an altar call. It's not just for sinners. It's for whoever's broken, whoever's hurting. Whoever needs healing and deliverance. Who will be first? Who will be first? Wouldn't it be worth this whole camp meeting? If somebody that's been so broken. The devil's told them you can never be restored. You can never be made whole. You'll never be fit for the kingdom of God. God came. Whether tonight in the morning. One day this week. But tonight's a good start. And they got Healed. They got that brokenness taken care of. Come on. Come on. Who'll be first? I'm broken, but I'm coming for my healing. I'm coming for my deliverance. I'm broken. I've tried, but I really don't know how. I've even talked to others about it, and they don't really know what to say to me. And I don't blame them. And I don't find fault with them that they don't. Because they don't feel what I feel. They're not where I am. But tonight I want to come to Jesus. and Say I want to be healed once and for all. Of this ongoing hurt, pain, brokenness. Is there one? I just don't believe God had me to preach it for naught. I really don't. Whether you don't feel you can come down and pray up front or you want to pray back there. You can pray anywhere. But when you come down front, that's making a statement to this congregation. I'm coming to the Lord for my help. And I'm coming to the Lord for you to help me pray. That he'll meet my need. Is there another? This doesn't mean these two men have backslid on God headed for hell done some gross dark sin. This is just two men saying, I'm ready for my brokenness to be fixed. I tried to Google it on my phone and I'm not Google savvy, I guess. But there's a song and just bits of it came to me. Something along the lines, God heals broken lives. Now maybe some of you know this song, but I just want to repeat the part. I know God heals broken lives. You're not past being restored would you come would you come you're not past being helped would you come would you come are you coming then if you want to pray at your seat for yourself rather than coming down front nobody will blame your fine fault with you but I want everyone that will brothers come Do not stay in the condition you're in or it will rob you of even more than it has already robbed you. It will deplete you of even that that you have left. Come, let me fix it. Let me make it whole, saith God. Holy Ghost has spoken one more time. Somebody hasn't moved is a reason the reason he spoke again is there another I feel victory in this house tonight. I do I feel God's going to do something in these altars This for these that have come already or somebody that's going to come later I believe God's going to do it that's why we're having count meeting mission conference everyone every man that will come find these men and stay with them And in everyone that will join us while they sing tonight, would you come, let's pray. Maybe you know someone broken that you want to pray. Pray for that person I gave the request in earlier. Let's pray. We can be mended, healed.